Hello and welcome to the first episode of RevMatch, the podcast that's dedicated to all things manual. Unfortunately to us driving enthusiasts, the amount of people choosing to drive manual cars each year is steadily declining. Now, according to the Chicago Tribune, only 2% of all cars sold in the United States in 2018 were manual. We have to stick together. This podcast is dedicated to those few of us still left who are willing to talk about, debate, and appreciate manual cars. Alright, so to kick off the first episode, I thought it's only right to bring on the guy who made fun of me until I agreed to seriously take on learning how to drive a manual. So, Zach Walter, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, man, of course. So, uh, you're over there in France right now, definitely surrounded by a lot of manual cars. Oh, dude, way more than the U.S. Literally every single car here is manual. So do your friends there too know how to drive them or no? So in France, well, Europe in general, actually, it's a lot harder to get a driver's license. It takes about three years and I think $2,000 or something. Wow. Um, and the test is very extensive, but the result is everybody here is a lot better of a driver. Like, I haven't seen a single accident in the, like, month and a half that I've been here so far. So wow. they can all drive manual, and they're, they're pretty good at it, too. So they definitely have that over the U.S. So when did you start learning how to drive? Well, I originally started learning how to drive, technically, I guess, uh, on a dirt bike. Um, that's like the first driving experience I had of a motorized vehicle. And then in seventh grade, I started working on a farm, dairy farm. And I started driving tractors probably when I was around 14 years old. And were both uh, of those manual? Oh, dude, they, they all are. Yeah, you, you can't get them. I mean, I guess today's modern tractors can be automatic, but for the most part, they're all manual. So how many gears do they have? I feel like shifting that would be pretty interesting. Well, the first tractor I ever drove had, it was a three speed, I believe, maybe a four speed. It was either a three or four speed. And then, um, the next size up was a five speed. And then finally the biggest tractor I think was a six speed. So wow. yeah, you had to merge through the gears. <laughs> I could barely push the clutch in cause I was still pretty short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a dirt bike too. Same kind of, what was the situation with that? So I, I originally learned how to like shift gears on a bike that didn't have a clutch. Um, it's called like a semi-automatic. So you just shift it and it goes into gear. And then the next size up, the next bike I got was manual with a clutch. So I had to learn like clutch and throttle control and, and the balance between that, um, getting a feel for when uh, the clutch release point is, so on and so forth. So. And I know your daily driver is a manual too, right? Yeah, man. I've only driven manual. I'm wow. kind of proud of that. Uh, but you, you've driven, like, big trucks, too, haven't you? Yeah, so um, at the propane company I worked for, some of those trucks were, well, I mean, all of them. No, not all of them. Some of the big tractor trailers were manual. Um, the smaller trucks were automatic for the most part. But those are, like, that's, like, a 13-speed. So that's a lot of gears. Luckily, I never I never got past, like, third gear on those because I'd just be moving the trailers around, so on and so forth. So. Plus, it was completely illegal for me to drive those. So <laughs> I won't mention the company name I worked for. <laughs> so, so you're really across the board here with about doing everything you could have with manual transmissions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I tried to work into it as fast as I can because driving's kind of my passion, so I wanted to be really good at it. And you, Well, I said, too, you're the person who even pushed me into getting into it in the first place. Because not yeah, only did I didn't know, but I didn't even understand the big deal about them. Yeah, so. I, I truly believe that, like, you've never really 
experience driving until you've driven a manual. Like, I don't, I don't want to sound all, like, <laughs> fruity, but you, the connection that you have, like, with a car that's manual, it's, it's unreal. I mean, you're controlling literally everything, so. <laughs> all right, so hot take here. Do you think that you're not a real car guy if you can't drive a manual? I, yeah, I, I kind of do. It's a little bit cliche to say that, but I, I believe it's true. You don't really understand or appreciate driving until you're taking complete control of the car. I agree. I'm with you there. Um, yeah. So when you were learning how to drive, because you said tractors and dirt bikes and cars and even the big rigs, uh, do you have any experiences in those that really didn't go as planned? Because I kind of feel like everybody when they're learning, you know, starting out, they just, they tank. Yeah, well, it kind of depends. Luckily for me, I, I was able to really ease into it. It's not like I was just throwing a full-size car my first time and was like, here, try to drive this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I, I got the feeling down, but you definitely, uh, you definitely get used to the smell of clutch. <laughs> um, when you ride the clutch too much, yep. it starts to burn up a little bit. So. I think we're all familiar with that a little bit, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, wow, you avoided the whole – because I know when I learned how to drive, there was definitely a ton of times where it was like – I knew I was getting stuck at a red light and there wasn't anything I was going to do and everybody's honking and everybody's mad at you and then you feel more awkward. You completely bypassed all that. Not completely. I have my moments for sure. Luckily, the uh, Subaru, as you know, um, has a hill hold and that's what I learned. To, that was my first manual car that I ever drove. And so when you're on a hill and you have the clutch in, it's not going to roll backwards. Which right. For those of you that don't drive manual, that is a absolutely huge lifesaver. Um, but then the, my first car I ever bought was a GTI, and that thing I, I would just spin the tires. Like <laughs> it's not like I ever stole it. I would just the tires would break because it was it was pretty powerful and it would just spin them. So I had a, a bunch of those experiences, which I wasn't always completely mad about. It's never uh, a bad time when you're spinning the tires. So. All right, so going off of that then, I know you helped teach me how to drive manual, and it was great with you because it was like a really friendly, uh, you know, easygoing kind of scenario. Have you helped yeah. anybody else learn how to drive? Have you passed it on? Oh, gosh, yeah. So I tried to I tried to teach my girlfriend. I love her to death. Um, not trying to put her down, but some people pick it up faster than others. And uh, when, it, when you're a broke college student and – the result of somebody not picking it up very fast is your car getting <laughs> essentially destroyed. It, it's kind of rough. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I could imagine that didn't go well. I You did have one experience where she really let it go, didn't she? Yeah, so the whole combination, basically, let me start over. When you, when you learn manual, uh, the one thing you might not be used to is the use of the handbrake because in automatic, you throw it in park, it's not going to roll anywhere. But in a manual, if you leave in gear, there's always a like, very slight chance it'll pop out of gear. And if that happens and you don't have your brake on, your car's going to roll away. So anytime I park my car, I put the handbrake on. And she, obviously, being an automatic driver, wasn't completely used to that. And it wasn't quite a concept that got drilled into her head, which could partially be my fault. But uh, sure enough, the first time I let her uh, take my car out by herself, she leaves the handbrake on and uh, proceeds to do probably a 15 to 20 foot burnout without even realizing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost uh, a good fraction of a tire that day and managed not to lose my cool, thankfully. So. <laughs> All right, so I also kind of just want to talk about driving and 
you know, manual cars um, in general. With the amount of cars that are in the U.S. now really going down, not as many of them are manual. Do you think we're ever going to reach a time where there's not any more manuals being imported? You know, I, it's kind of a touchy subject. I'm, I'm a little afraid of that time, but I'm, I, I think it will eventually, unfortunately, because the efficiency of modern automatics is absolutely insane. Like, they are, they are some of the fastest shifting transmissions you can buy. I mean, like a, a dual-clutch transmission, for example, that's somewhat of a, a newer technology that's being integrated into cars, and the shifts on those are lightning fast. Uh, McLarens, for example, their dual-clutch transmissions are absolutely insane. Yeah, there's they're so just, many, like, so you know, these oldest, most prestigious brands now are all transitioning from, like, the roots of the gated six speed and like that was the most coveted yeah. thing that you could have to now like i don't know everything is paddles yeah pretty much paddle shifters and um i'm not sure if you're familiar with the youtube channel channel engineering explained um but he actually tried to he tried to measure some data in a mclaren and figure out how fast it shifts and it literally shifted so fast that he didn't get enough data points to be able to like measure it oh my <laughs> so, god I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So that's what we're up against, uh, us manual drivers. All right, so um, worst-case scenario, let's say our great-grandchildren, uh, they're just going to drive. You think there's a chance that they would not even know what a manual is? There, There's definitely a chance, but hopefully by that point, the modern technology is cool enough that we can uh, move past it. <laughs> I mean, there's there's every there's still people that love carbureted engines, and that's been long gone. Or we've been fuel injected for years, so there's still people that that really appreciate that. So I think there's going to be a manual crowd, at least in our lifetime. So what do you think about the whole self-driving uh, technology that's coming out now? I think it's great. Um, I would save a lot of time just on like a daily commute. That's I didn't expect that answer from you. Yeah, I I think it's awesome, but. My fear is that the government will try to regulate all of that because fully autonomous driving really won't work if there's any human input. So pretty much across the board, every car has to be autonomous in order for it to work perfectly. So that's, that's kind of my fear. Is there one car, in your opinion, that kind of sticks out? It's the best manual car that you could have. Oh man, that that's a really tough choice. I I don't think so. Um, there's a lot of cars that don't feel the same. Uh, like my car, for example. I I think almost uh, the more daily driver, everyday type cars. Uh, the the difference between manual and automatic is huge. I mean, you can make a a slow car so much more spirited by having a manual compared to automatic. If it's automatic, it's just no different than the rest. But well, it's funny you say that too, but it's like now there's cars, you know, uh, Coenzeg, right? They they don't yeah. even have transmissions. No, it's like direct drive or something ridiculous. Unreal. So, yeah, but the one benefit that a manual car has is there's no torque converter. So with an automatic, in order for it not to move when it's idling, uh, it has what's called a torque converter, which is basically uh, a fluid it's like a container of fluid that uh, transmits the power from the engine to the transmission when it's idling. And uh, you lose a lot of gas mileage having to, having to turn that torque converter. So in a manual, you have a clutch, which right. keeps it from rolling when you're stopped. And 
you can you can save some gas. But then again, modern automatic transmissions are kind of eliminating that benefit. So, all right, Zach. So final question here: Is there any one vehicle that was in your mind the best experience you've had while driving? Dude, I would have to say. My all-time favorite experience so far has still been when I was 14 years old. I think I'm, I might have been 15 years old at this point, but uh, when the farmer let me drive his absolute biggest tractor for the first time, I don't want to sound like some <laughs> some hick that gets excited over tractors, but uh, being a 15-year-old sitting like eight feet above everybody else on the road, I mean, I'm pretty young for everyone else, all, all my friends, I'm young compared to them, and they were all getting their driver's licenses before I even turned 16. So they'd be driving cars around, but I'd, I'd be passing them on a big-ass tractor. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think that was the most Lancaster response you could have given. Oh, yeah. Dude, you got to stay true. <laughs> but, all right, Zach. Well, I really enjoyed talking today. Uh, thanks for jumping on the podcast. Yeah, man, of course. Glad to see uh, you're sticking up for those of us that still love to drive. Oh, you have to. <laughs> you have to. All right. Thank you. Yeah, man. Take it easy. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of RevMatch. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date with our future conversations. Next episode will be especially fun because our guest is well-versed in the world of exotics, so stay tuned. Remember, always have fun, drive safe, and burn some rubber.